In Arkansas Parole Board v. Johnson, 2022, Art 209, the Arkansas Supreme Court reversed a circuit court decision that granted summary judgment to an inmate because it misinterpreted the Fair Sentencing of Minors Act concerning parole eligibility. This decision involving parole eligibility in a case where a defendant was a juvenile at the time of murder will have less than widespread interest, so it is cited for knowledge of its existence. Justice Baker summarized the court's statutory analysis as follows, quote, The plain language of subdivision A2A provides that Johnson is eligible for parole after serving 25 years for his first-degree murder conviction. This subdivision does not state that it applies to any additional sentences imposed for separate offenses that were ordered to be served consecutively to the sentence for the murder conviction. In contrast, subdivision A1A does contain language stating that a non-homicide offender is eligible for parole after 20 years, including an instance in which multiple sentences are to be served concurrently or consecutively. A fundamental principle of statutory construction is the maxim expressio unius est exclusio alterius, also known as the negative implication canon, which means that the express designation of one thing may properly be construed to mean the exclusion of another. As the board properly notes, by specifically referencing multiple sentences to be served consecutively, the non-homicide provision... Subdivision A1A prohibits the practice of stacking the time an inmate must serve before becoming parole eligible on each sentence. However, pursuant to Subdivision A2A, the opposite is true for homicide offenses where the General Assembly chose not to include this language. This interpretation is supported by an Attorney General opinion. End of quote. Arkansas Code Annotated Section 1693-621 provides in part A1A, a minor who was convicted and sentenced to the former Department of Correction or the Division of Correction for an offense committed before he or she was 18 years of age and in which the death of another person did not occur is eligible for release on parole no later than after 20 years of incarceration including any applicable sentencing enhancements, and including an instance in which multiple sentences are to be served consecutively or concurrently, unless by law the minor is eligible for earlier parole eligibility. b. Subdivision A1A of this section applies retroactively to a minor whose offense was committed before he or she was 18 years of age, including a minor serving a sentence of life, regardless of the original sentences that were imposed. 2a. A minor who is convicted and sentenced to the department or the division for an offense committed before he or she was 18 years of age, in which the death of another person occurred and that was committed before, on, or after March 20, 2017, is eligible for release on parole no later than after 25 years of incarceration if he or she was convicted of murder in the first degree, section 510.102, or no later than after 30 years of incarceration if he or she was convicted of capital murder, section 510.101, including any applicable sentencing enhancements 
unless by law the minor is eligible for earlier parole eligibility. B. Subdivision A2A of this section applies retroactively to a minor whose offense was committed before he or she was 18 years of age, including minors serving sentences of life, regardless of the original sentences that were imposed. End of quote. Justice Wynn concurred but added a warning that stacking may result in life sentences for some. Quote, it is clear that de facto life sentences will be imposed on juvenile offenders without juries being able to make individual determinations about the propriety of such sentences. In my view, stacking sentences for parole eligibility purposes under the FSMA does not comport with the principles set out in Miller or the stated intent of the General Assembly in enacting the FSMA. End of quote. Justice Womack dissented and reasoned the state of Arkansas should not have been sued in this case. Quote, the plain text of the Arkansas Constitution states that the state shall not be made a defendant in her courts. Thus, immunity applies regardless of the state's inaction. Given that the state, absent a clear constitutional exception to the contrary, shall never be a defendant in any of her courts, Arkansas courts lack jurisdiction to hear any case where the state is a defendant. End of quote. End of decision.